Welcome to the Triple MCG. Welcome, Tony Squires, Mark Bosnich and Matthew Hayden. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. It's Thursday afternoon, the middle of this two-hour show, which, of course, for Matthew Hayden means he heads, what, to the kitchen to do something. What did you do now? What was it, buddy? Well, I marinated uh, my shoulder of lamb, which had been deboned, in yoghurt, garlic and ginger paste, some cumin seeds, some uh, fresh-smoked paprika, Mm. uh, some chilli powder... Um, and some salt. So I'm going to just let that just marinate for two hours before two hours. putting it on the uh, wood-fired uh, Is it important barbecue. how long you marinate it for? It doesn't matter. A couple of hours of yogurt will tend to, and I, I don't have mustard oil, but I would like to have mustard oil as well. Yeah. Um, it just tends to relax the meat. Okay. Um, so you get all those flavours. That, that infusion of flavours goes mm. through it in um, you know half an hour to mm. two hours. Last night, of course, it was a pizza which inspired both Boz and I to buy Takeaway pizza. Best uh, night ever. Pizza <laughs> night. Best night. Excellent. Did you when the pizza guy arrives, Boz? Uh, what ha- happens to you? Oh well, uh, I was told to go to the door last night, even though I was watching the cricket. Yeah. Um, so I, I did was as, as I was told, and mm-hmm. I always give him a tip. Um, get the stuff off of me. Obviously, I was. I say to him, "What's the?" He always tries. To, he's very polite. He gives me the bill to have a look. But tell me how much it is. So last night I think it was. I don't know, 45 or 46 or whatever, I always give him at least a $10 tip. $10 I, tip 10 on bucks. a $45 bill? Oh, minimum, oh, because mate. I always think For to myself... delivery. Yeah, because I'll, he's going to deliver to you and I'm... Yeah, but I always think to myself as well that in the future as well, not only, you know, he'll think, oh, I'm going to get a good tip from the Bozo, so if I've got a whole bunch of pizzas that delivers, I'll go to the Bozo's first, so I'll get the hottest. But there's a whole line, a chain of command here, Boz. Mm. There's yeah. the person who's making the pizza. <laughs> yeah. may not well, get he it. should he, pass it on. I can't go down and give it to him. So you, you can it, pass on two bucks to him. There's no way he's going to pass it on. Maybe nah, they have a collective, but maybe they have a collective <laughs> a where every, they they all they have, they all put it in. They share it out at the end of the night. I don't know, but I just do it. I just think that's a good thing, to, especially. But like, you're ruining about, the entire economy by like going beyond the ten percent structure of your yeah. tip. Am I? So you're a tipper, Squazzy? I'm a ten percent tipper. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Tipper. so he's just on the bill. Uh, unless service is poor, or in a restaurant where somebody nicks well, to that's you, another, you know, yeah, that's another speech. Singing. Out, start singing. Thank if he you. takes too long to come, or, or you know, if he gets the order wrong, then I'll, I'll re- reduce the tip. <clears throat> he hasn't got the order wrong. He's driving the motorbike. Doesn't matter, buddy. He hasn't got the order wrong. Somebody's he, put the order in his bag. He's an employee bag. of the company. He's a representative, so he's got to carry the can. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, it's tough delivering to the boss, isn't nah, it? Not when you get uh, more than ten bucks tip. Are, are you a keep the change kind of guy as well? Yeah, I love that. Wait, I don't like chinks in my in my pants. So you know, we chink, chink. But then when I lay down at the end, they always go down the couch or on the bed or whatever. Can I have you? a little bowl for the change so I can get, get the papers in the morning. Oh, do you really? Cha-ching, cha-ching. Okay. <laughs> so if you're in the, in the checkout, you know, you'll go, yeah, keep the change. Oh, yeah. Sometimes if I go to keep one the of the like, Coles, no, Coles or Woolworths, that's the best one. <laughs> you know, because they're this, this like machine, some of the, yeah. you know, the people who are sort of putting the groceries through and all that, you'll get, you know, $27.99. I go, how much for cash? They go, twenty seven ninety nine. I was only joking, baby. <laughs> and you called them baby. Wow. Well, well, doesn't go down well at home. But what a yeah. day out they've had. They've been called baby and they get to keep the change. <laughs> <in> the, <laughs> the KFC Summer Session. What happened to you this morning? Well, I couldn't sleep last night. Mm-hmm. So I stayed up to about uh, four o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah. Watching the History Channel? Yes. Okay. And the Discovery as well, mm-hmm. too. Discovery yeah. was phenomenal last night. Old man, you're going. Yes. And um, <laughs> so I went to sleep. Yeah. And at about, it was about 6.30, yeah. I heard my partner, Sarah, yeah. talking to a man in the room. What? Uh, yeah. In the bedroom? In the bedroom. And 6.30? I thought, yeah, and I thought, oh, maybe I'm dreaming or this, that, and the other. Hmm. But I sort of then put a you know, glance. Do you often dream about your almost wife talking to another man in the bedroom while you were sleeping? Not really, no. Oh, okay. That's why I thought this must be reality. Mm-hmm. Were you clothed? So, uh, <laughs> only, only to my boxer shorts. Okay. Yes. 
So, um, did they have Australian flags on them? Uh, no, they didn't actually. <laughs> Polka dots? Uh, no, they were um, black ones. Okay. Okay. Makes me look thinner. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> what? <laughs> black makes me look thinner. What are you all? You're eyeing fit, buddy. Well, it's true. But you're looking very fit today, actually, you, in your suit and tie. Yeah. yeah. The, the only bit of a difference. Say, I, the only thing so I have to say is that you don't wear. Try to look thinner around the, the boxer short department. But oh, go on. I didn't mean it like that. Yeah. Sorry, if anyone took that the wrong way, I apologise if I offended anyone. I was just talking about black in general makes me look thinner. Sorry, I apologise. Mm. Now I know why you've all gone all. Sorry, I apologise. Anyway, so they're talking about curtains yeah. at six thirty in the morning. All right, I've for. And then I remembered, I remembered my partner Sarah saying to me, there's a guy coming today to have a look to make sure we get block out curtains because in the summer, when the sun sets behind Star City, hits us directly and the, and the baby Allegra doesn't like it. And I remember saying, yeah, get those curtains and all, but I didn't realise it was going to come at 6.30. Lobbed at 6.30, so they were straight talking, in the bedroom. Yeah, and, like, and, and then she's done really well because she knows when I wake up I can be a bit of an angry bear. Yeah. And the guy is so professional, like fair play to him. He's actually saying, well, look, you know... You know, the measurement is 1.62 metres, and maybe you want this 1.63. And she's actually going, look, listen, you won't want to be talking like that if this person here wakes up, so we better just, just do a general measure. Yeah? And I smiled to myself because I was going, I thought about scaring him, like pretend I was sleepwalking and get up and go, ah! I would have thought that he would have been there, though, to actually block it out, like to give you a bit of a test run. Oh, maybe. At 6.30 know. in the morning. Well, 6.30, mate. Well, the, well, yeah, couldn't maybe. have come at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, or? I didn't want to bring that up. I thought, you know what, I've been on to Sarah's back saying, please, 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 can you get this block out curtains? I don't like little Legra having in the afternoons putting her head away and all that. And I don't like the sun coming in either because I can't see my picture on my TV very well. Right. <laughs> you woken up to anything unusual, uh, Hados? Yes, I've woken up room? to a man uh, at the hotel door. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, it was actually quite scary. I was rooming with um, Timmy Zura, the mm. wicketkeeper oh, well. from That's WA right. in 93 yep. in the Ashes Tour, and we are staying in a beautiful uh, old hotel in uh, Kensington Gardens in mm. London. And uh, he was out, you know, like, and I was a bit worried, a bit restless, and the door opened finally. I said, oh, g'day, Timmy, good to have you home. And this bloke started yelling abuse at me. Get out of my room. It's just, just teeing off. Wow. I was like, oh, buddy, this is going to be big trouble for you. If you step another step forward, this is, this is what's going to happen. So I had him up uh, by the neck. And uh, I was my <laughs> best form of attack is always to attack. Yeah, yes, exactly. So, <laughs> just like on the cricket so, field. Yeah, yeah correct. <laughs> so um, I had him up and I, was, I dialed downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, look, there's this man in my room. He's yelling abuse at me. He reckons that he's in that i'm in his room mm. what's the story he says oh whatever you do sir don't touch him i was a bit late for that <laughs> <laughs> but I, but he said look he's a renowned sleepwalker he fools everyone oh. he, he actually is just it, it, he looks so uh, is the word lucid mm-hmm. yeah yeah so lucid and and yeah, so sound that's sleep yeah. yeah, and he's absolutely sound asleep so yep oh. here oh. he was on the phone uh, and then he came good as well oh where am I? I said, mate, you're in my room. <laughs> and it's not good for you. Squizzy, <laughs> yeah. anyone in your room? I, yeah, I woke up uh, to a baboon. Going, a, Are you serious? A baboon. Right next to my bed. Where? Yeah. Well, I was, Africa. Uh, I was in Treehouse in Botswana. Okay. So, uh, you know, I was probably in his room when yeah. you think about it. Yeah, but, that's uh, true. Terrifying thing. All I had was a mosquito net uh, over the top of me and a baboon. The one with the, the blue backside yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> is it blue? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just yelling. If you're colourblind, it looks red to me. What have you woken up to? We're getting a little, uh, hey, Doss, have you noticed? We're getting a few little trinklings of these uh, 
African stories. Yeah. From, uh, I think we had the line yesterday. Think, yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot more to that, buddy. 30 metres away as well. You had me going. Yeah. 30 metres from a line. Yes, right. Oh. And about, about six centimetres from a baboon. The KFC Summer Session. Just shouting about the uh, things you've woken up to for you, boss, with somebody. It's 6.30 in the morning uh, with the wife just talking about the blinds. In the, the curtains. The, yeah, the curtains. We have curtains instead of blinds. Mm-hmm. This is one point. A sleepwalker in uh, Hados' yeah, hotel room. Random dude. And a yeah. baboon. And a buddy. baboon. Uh, We've got to get more of these African stories. Botswana, buddy. Beautiful. Zambia. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, was the other one Zimbabwe yesterday? Yeah, well, they're side by side, yeah. Yeah, they're, but I'm just saying to you. No, no. Yeah, look, phenomenal. I could sit and regale you with uh, African stories, well, I think but we'll it would get bore some of them us all. No, I think they'll get some of them. They haven't bored us these first, so I think we're going to get some more of them out. I think you want to. I think you want to get some things. Wants to share. Chest. I think you do. <laughs> 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 We've asked you. What have you woken to, Paul? G'day. Hey, boys. Hey, Paul. What was it? Um, I'm a regular sleepwalker. Okay. Um, yeah, ever, ever since I was a little kid. I'm 41 now. Right. Um, the worst place I've ever woken up was crashed through my bedroom window. No way. There's there's normally a dream that goes along with me sleepwalking. So yeah. like for for example, there was this one time I had a dream that there were all these cockroaches on my windowsill, yeah. and so in my dream I got out of bed and flipped the light on. Yeah. In reality, I got out of bed, flipped the light on, I was looking straight at the window, no cockroaches. So the night when I I crashed through the window, I was, I was dreaming that I was walking on something, went to step, and there was nothing there to step onto. You didn't hurt yourself too badly, did you, Paul? When you um, well, no, it was this floor to ceiling curtain that that saved me, or else I would have been sliced open. Wow. You know, I was just single guy living on my own, you know, three o'clock in the morning. Can, can you get help for that sort of stuff? Like, a, is there a doctor that can help you out? I, I've never looked into it because, I, I mean, a, yeah, I, 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 I don't know I don't know how often I sleepwalk, but I know that I do probably once every three or four months. Yeah, yeah. The only thing more dangerous than walking through your own window will be walking into Hados' hotel room. <laughs> I was going to say, Paul, you weren't in Kensington Gardens <laughs> in 1993, were you? <laughs> That's a place sleepwalkers should stay well away from. <laughs> G'day, Kyle. How you going? Yeah, good. good. What'd you wake up to? Um, a possum. Oh, oh okay. Possum. possum. How close? Yeah, um, it was about when I was about eight or nine years old. We had, used to have an open fireplace, so I thought with the door open. Yeah. And um, I woke up to it right in my face. I screamed, and it crawled under my brother's bed. It was across the room. <laughs> That's terrifying. That was terrifying. Yeah, they are. Too, uh, you know what? I find possums a little bit on the scary side because I think they're are they from the rat family rather than anything cute. Well, they're know. quite big for a yeah, start. Yeah. They're heavy and big. Yeah, they're a nasty, nasty creature. The possum. Yeah, almost as nasty. The only good thing about a possum is we actually sent them over to the Kiwis. <laughs> Thank you. Even Matthew half, Hayden yeah. is coming out today. I'm loving I'm it. I'm half of possums. So we, we, I think we should say that there's good and bad everywhere. <laughs> oh, the KFC Summer Session. Mm. Story that you will all be well aware of uh, today and yesterday. A t-shirt that's been withdrawn from the market, a couple of them now, with the words, I think they're for Australia though, uh, they say simply, Australia established 1788. Now it's caused something of a ruckus, a stir, uh, an imbroglio, a brouhaha. Hmm. Africa, all of those things. What was my one before? I don't know what you're... Look, yeah, I'm, it stinks uh, to high hell. Yes. <laughs> it stinks to <laughs> high hell. Write them down. Bosism is tremendous. Vehement. Do you think it still stinks to high hell? That They've been withdrawn. Uh, the notion that it's wrong to have a T-shirt bearing Australia established 1788. Hmm. Now, uh, you know, obviously we've all have our opinion on this. Uh, let's not get too uh, hot and heavy here, boss. Yeah. What do you think? Is it, is it a bit uh, uh, look, too I'm, much for you? Well, for me, I've got no problem in, in people celebrating um, what nationality they are, um, as long as you don't go past a certain line. I mean, 
1788 is is a is a time where you could debate whether or not it was earlier, when it was a little bit later, or so yeah, forth. Yeah, what's the point of 1788? Yeah, I, you know, what is the point? Seriously, what, well, what does that I, I mean? I think that's the establishment of federation. Is that is that correct? No, no, no. federation was federation 1901. Okay, no, it's so the arrival of the first fleet. The arrival of the first, first fleet. fleet. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah. It's, yeah. right. Yeah. No, so, there's, there's not a, it's not a random me, year yeah. picked out. Me personally, I don't have no problem with it whatsoever. All right, but there, there obviously are others who, who do. Well, there are people people out there, and, and it's, they've been withdrawn because there has been a reaction to it. The reaction has been that there is perhaps a, an entire, uh, you know, 40,000 40, years worth of people mm. who are as a community living in this mm. this space yeah. who would say that the uh, you know a, a nation wasn't established in 1788. A nation was here mm. already, and there was you know a development on that nation, yeah. which is what you know. How, so I can understand. Yeah. Indigenous people being upset about that. Look, I think the vast majority. I know I do. I'm I'm sure. I'm sure the vast majority do um, recognise the fact that the Aboriginal people were here for so long beforehand, and also continue to recognise the fact um, of you know the heritage of the land and how important they are to uh, to to Australia. Yep. Um, But I did hear. Yeah, no, I, I did hear this morning um, an Aboriginal on radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the station. I'm not just saying that, but I can't remember the station say, saying, mm-hmm. and he was Aboriginal. He said, look, the land doesn't belong to us. We belong to the land. And I can understand that. Um, you know, I, I think, like I said, Australia Day, regardless of the dates, is a celebration of being Australian. And I think there are certain levels to everything. Yes, you don't want people to go over a certain line, but that's in everything. It's exactly the same when you go out on a Saturday night. You, don't want, you want people to just enjoy themselves. Just tell me what you said before. Well, you think it's nanny state. That, no, that I, I think I think yeah, I think it's starting to to get to the point where people are making too many rules, and if you start withdrawing too much from people, they're going to want to do it even more. There you mm. go. Okay, you have Squizy, Squizy, what? You're hot under the collar. I'm not hot under the collar at all. I'm not. I'm well, you look a little agitated to me. No, no, I was just trying usually to get quite. Relaxed. I was just trying to get a, a straight answer out of this guy. You, you, want, you ask me then, Squizy. Okay. Yes. Hey, Doss, what do you reckon? You think absolute it's... rubbish. <laughs> Which, absolute rubbish. Which bit? Which bit? Well, is for a rubbish? start, right, okay. f- for me, yeah. you know, Aboriginal um, groups had their own countries. So they had many countries, mm-hmm. hence welcome the country. Yep. You know, so if, if in, in 1788 Australia was claimed Australia, now there's some debate on the date. I didn't even know that that was, you know, mm. what it was for. But for me, it really is a case of just it's not meant to offend. It's just... It's political correctness that's just gone nuts, and it's just—it's for me. I just think it's ridiculous. No, no, no I'm not saying it, it was. De- I don't think it's deliberately offensive. I'm saying that it's uh, in a time when maybe it could try to be. I think it's uh, inappropriate. I think it's uh, ultimately like inappropriate, and that you could be inclusive. I mean, and uh, it's also historically incorrect. You know, we, we were New Holland. I think I think Matthew Flinders about 1800. He first called New South Wales Australia, but it wasn't until many many years later that we were Australia and Federation when we actually you know became the Australian nation. So historically, it's incorrect. That doesn't really care. Yeah, I'm sure most yeah. So the dates, the dates, know, complete rubbish. Yeah. Along with the actual sentiment of it, which mm. is supposed to be, I, I assume that's about Australia Day. Mm. The yeah. dates inaccurate for a start. Yeah. Yeah. So therefore, it's rubbish. I don't care. Well, look, I don't care. I, I enjoy Australia. That's our history. Love it's Australia. My, it's my history. That's fine. And you know, but I'm, for example, I'm in, intensely Republican. Yet I, I, I'm happy to keep the flag because that also has our history. Yes. I'm happy to have the British bit in the corner because that's part of our history. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got the Southern Cross on it. That's part of all of our history, whether you're Indigenous or not. It's the thing that yeah. sends over this, you know, Great land. amazing land of ours. Mm-hmm. So I just think there are symbols that at this time we can be a little bit. Just, 
you know, is more it political subtle, correctness? More, su- no, just, more subtle with you, you mean. A little bit more accurate with you, you're, you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, like accurate. the date thing, like, hey, so I said, no, 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 it's not daggy. No, it's not, I understand what you're saying. It's like the date thing when I said Federation, you should know Federation was 1901, seven there. Fair enough, fair enough, but... I'm like I'm with Hados in terms of like, look, I, I really don't think these people are trying to offend. If they were trying to offend anyone, mm-hmm. I'm sure the three of us would jump down their throats completely, like ever, and say, yeah. "Look, this is wrong. You're out of order." I really don't. But think But the intent they are. of the t-shirt maker is almost irrelevant if offence has been taken by anybody. Surely, therefore, it's offensive. Yeah, or, I, I reckon in any walk of life, I reckon somebody's always going to get offended at something, and that's understandable. I think what you've got to decide is basically, you know, Pick it, are the, the fact that we're talking about it are, is probably about the only thing that's offensive. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Matthew Thursday afternoon. Matthew Hayden. Looking over the beautiful Moreton Bay here. Yeah. I mean, just celebrating life Morton and Bay summer Bay. and food and, and togetherness. People have been looking over for 40,000 years. For, 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 for a lot more fella. than 40,000 years, probably. <laughs> That's right. But they, I'll tell you what, they're seeing the same thing. They're seeing beautiful dolphins play and they're just mm. they're living the spirit of our great country. They're smelling a, uh, what is a boneless. Shoulder of lamb being cooked. It's wonderful. <laughs> so those shirts are basically being taken off the counter. Yeah, no, full stop. Yeah, they've been off. The, they're off the counter. So you, so you can't get one, Boz, to wear it tomorrow. <laughs> this is the KFC summer session. The KFC summer session. And uh, we're about to talk about sport, and somebody's been fined big. And uh, speaking of sports people and money, just congratulations to Tiger Woods. Um, mm. He's cracked 1.3 billion US dollars wow. in career earnings. 1.3 mm. billion. So he should. He didn't say he should. Well, if, if the entertainment value, if you hear Tiger Woods is playing at a tournament, would you watch it? Yeah, no, you're yeah. right. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Mm. All right. It's, it's a lot of I know, but, but think sports like movies, mm-hmm. right? So, okay, so we're going to go watch the cricket and all that. Let's just put it like a hypothetical situation. Okay. All right, so we're going to go watch the cricket. Who's the star players? We're going to watch them. So he's the star player of his movie. His movie is called Golf. Mm-hmm. So he's one of the top paid players in golf. And he deserves everything. I love get. it when you sit me down on your knee and explain things mm, to me. It's like lovely, that, isn't it? That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> this, the other money that's here. Right, I feel like I should be licking an ice cream. Yeah, yeah that's right. Cornetto, would that be? Yeah, paddle buzzer? Yeah, paddle this pop, is money Cornetto? going in the other direction out of a player's pocket to officialdom uh, for being slightly on the um, well naughty side, really. Yes. Mm. This is a, uh, an American basketball player, J.R. Smith. Now, apparently he has a... J.R. She's not J.R. Ewing. He has a history of undoing the shoelaces of rival players. <laughs> Just, I love this. So he does it often when they're standing, you know, at the uh, free throw line, ready to throw. He'll bend down and uh, and just untie somebody's shoelaces. Do they, they know he's No, 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 they don't. So they run off and they go, they've got to, oh, I'm going to tie my shoelaces. You know, so the, the other team's a man down all the time. So it's brilliant. But he's been caught out. He does it regularly. And he's now been fined $50,000. Wow. Fifty grand uh, for doing it. We did it in the game um, over the. He plays for the New York Knicks, and they were playing Detroit. And you know, he's eventually caught out. Detroit. Has a history of it. Uh, that'd, be, a, that'd be like you and me, guys. You working up at the movie and shelling out popcorn or something like that. You know, it's <laughs> absolute chicken feed for him. I would yeah, have thought. It, it probably means very little to him. You're absolutely right. But I, I just like that. Be doing it again. Nah. nah. Well, I don't know. I, I just like the notion. As you know, I said yesterday, yeah. I'm an out and out cheat. I like to cheat. I call <laughs> social tennis. Skullduggery. I plenty. call yeah, in yeah. balls out, out balls in, reverse, do all that. If, if I'm losing, I tank. I, you know, that's just me, kids. Uh, but you do tip. Uh, yes, but I do tip. But have you, both of you being professional sports people, have you come across people, players who just bend the rules a little bit or have some kind of underhand tactic yeah. that they may use to either get under the skin of their opponent? opponent? Well, I think probably the funniest thing I ever saw was Greg Ritchie against uh, India in 91. Mm-hmm. Um, loaded up the base. 
the pop increase on the batting, uh, India are batting, mm-hmm. with uh, a big chunk of chewing gum and ask Kevin Mitchell Sr. not to <laughs> remove it, the groundsman, <laughs> yeah. not to remove it during the break because they often sweep the, you know, sweep the centre and get it all nice and tidy. Yeah. Anyway, it was about 50,000 degrees that day. So this big blob of chewing gum, when Vensaka came out to bat, he decided to, <laughs> to move it with his glove. <laughs> But, of course, it just turned into this big sticky jam. Oh. And before he knew it, like, it wouldn't matter where his hands went. It was basically all over his kit. So It's Spider-Man that, figures. Oh, they just, it was. It was exactly like that. They stormed off. You're dirty pig. Gregory <laughs> G. Yeah, so it was just, it was on. And, and actually, the, the, the management, and quite rightly so as well, they were, they were, it was disgusting uh, tactics. But yeah. uh, the management took some turning to, to come out and, and play on. It was really high-level stuff. <laughs> With the chewing gum, nasty. <laughs> Anybody put you know, chewy on your boot? When no, you were playing no, footy? no, no. But there was, you know, plenty of things. Um, uh, one of the things I got taught when I first went over there, I was, I was only a young kid doing an apprenticeship at Manchester United, that you're never going to change a referee's decision. Mm-hmm. But if you complain hard enough about the decision he's given, there's yes. more often than not human nature that you'll probably get the next one. Yeah. So, for example, if you've got to say penalty kick award against, if you if you complain to a point where you're not going to get yellow carded or red carded or bring the game to dispute but if you complain hard enough he'll he'll keep that in the back of his mind the other thing I from so a he just whinged a lot uh, well for that point to a point again up until a certain point when he yeah. goes to get cards and all that or yeah. if you're going to bring the game to disrepute you yeah. just pull back uh-huh. um, from a goalkeeper's point of view used to always get people standing on you on corners to stop to stop you coming out and, and taking a corner and that was one of my strong points so a lot of them used to stand very very close and a lot of goalkeepers used to get very you could say claustrophobic about them, put their hands in the air and whatever. But I had two beauties. I'd, I'd give them a little nudge beforehand. Mm. Or if they were really bad against me, I, all I wanted was a fair run. And he had a fair run. If he beat me in the air, no problem. But if he was really bad against me, I, I got size 13 feet. So, you know, with the studs on the bottom, mm-hmm. I'd just stand on his toe. And if he, like, he'd be down the ground, referee would look up and go, I'm really sorry. I accidentally did it. But <laughs> it's, it's, uh, soccer or, or football has obviously got a very different filter. Yeah. Uh, for bringing the game into, into disrepute mm. um, than cricket. Because I mean, not too often you can go up to an umpire and just absolutely bake him for the better part of a minute to yeah. get the decision wrong. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. He wouldn't play for the whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Rather yeah. than standing on the foot, you should have done what Jason Stevens used to do in rugby league, was give him the wedgie. He was famous. <laughs> I couldn't famous do that, buddy. For the wedgie. Until all the trolleys up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That high trout. That adult kind of Somebody behavior. once told me about when they came out, who I obviously knew about, I won't mention his name, but he actually told me before, he said, and don't try that stepping on my foot, because I'll step on yours. I went, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the KFC Summer Session. Sadly, it's where we have to sign off. For Ooh. this Thursday afternoon, I can uh, smell for all the way from North Stradbroke mm. Island the shoulderless the, the leg of lamb. lamb. Yeah, uh, the just boneless. Sort of just change it up a bit. You know, yeah. I've been eating quite a lot of seafood here. They do beautiful seafood on the island. Mm-hmm. Yes, lovely. Mm. So no, I look forward of... actually every day to uh, hearing from Hados. Yeah. Cook. Are you going to go and cook something, Boz? You and no, no, I'm going to take out um, the partner Sarah, her the mother, lovely. yeah, mm-hmm. her mother Ruta, and mm-hmm. the baby Allegra. We're going to get something to eat now. So obviously, I'll, I'll be hit for six after mentioning about the sheets. But um, <laughs> you'd be right. I thought you were quite nice. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you I thought okay. I was too, but yeah. um, I, I just know. It's one of them. It's like an avalanche. You can see it coming, but there's nothing you can do to stop it. <laughs> Get out. Enjoy your Thursday evening. We'll catch up again tomorrow afternoon. See ya.